the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I want to teach your children one thing. Don't mess it up. This is going to tie into retirement. This is going to tie into investing. Don't mess it up. When my dad died 20-plus years ago, I asked my mother if I could do part of his eulogy. One of my brothers got up and read a church thing, you know, verse. But I got to do the eulogy, and I did a great job. I talked about how my dad, when he was a young man, he took care of his sister in the orphanage. And then as he hit, you know, he, he would steal fruit and give it to her. A sweet guy. And then as he grew older, he um, got married. My mom was a little girl from Mobile, Alabama. She never left the city. He showed her the whole world, literally. By joining the military, she got to fly around the world and see Paris, see London, Tokyo, cities that she would never have seen, Istanbul, which is a beautiful city, by the way. Um... So he did great as a young man, as a middle-aged man. And then as he got older, he took care of my sister. She gave him life. She gave him meaning. He had five boys, and five boys just, it it tore him up. His first son, Clint, sold marijuana, and uh, it was all over the newspaper. Eagle Scout Black sells dope. (laughs) That's what it said, right? It crushed him. But 30 years later, he has a little daughter. And, uh... She changed his life, and she made him better, and you know, he found a reason to be a good guy again. So I, that was my eulogy summed up in just a moment. But before I went up and did that, my brother said, don't mess it up. My brothers taunted me. They challenged me. Don't mess it up. And I'm like, I probably said the F word in my head. Behave yourself. I didn't mess it up. I know, I know, I know. I'm allowed to say that, I think. So what I want to teach your children is don't mess it up. It's a powerful, powerful statement. Try not to get in over your head. Saving for retire. You are going to retire one day, so you don't want to mess it up. When you're young, you can live in a dirt, scummy, nasty home. You can rent a room with a guy who eats all your food. You could, you know get into a fight because he didn't pay his fair share of the cable bill or you know he takes really hot showers for a long period of time and runs up the bill and only pays a third you can mess up life in your 20s it's easy to get over but you're going to certainly live to retirement age so you can't really think a bus is going to take you out and continue to live in that world it isn't something you should bank on in my opinion if you're 20 years old today there's an 85 percent chance you're going to live to 65 according to mortality rates that go back about four or five years ago, and it's a little bit higher now. 
it's not optional. You're going to retire. You don't have to own a home in your retirement. You don't have to pay for your kid's college. You know, those are other goals. Are They're desirable. They're nice to have. But a nest egg is a must-have. You might imagine that you can work forever and never retire, but you can't. Sometimes age discrimination comes in. Sometimes your body starts to give up. Sometimes you have to move closer to your mother because she's dying. Sometimes your kidneys are failing and you can't work the way you used to. So you may want to work till the day you die, but your boss or life may not see it the same way. The older you are, the higher the health care costs for small companies. Now, your current income is blood. It's the blood of your retirement. It's the blood of your life. It's the blood of, of having you know, fun and entertainment and owning a home and paying for your kid's college. It's your income. So you've got to focus on that. You know, when you purchase a home, you can go, well, I'll just get a $500,000 loan and pay it off over 30 years. When you pay for your kid's college, you may take money out of your home. You may get another loan and pay it off over 10, 15, 20 years. But you can't do that in retirement. Now, one of the things you could do is work part-time to not mess it up. And also to give you a sense of purpose. I think I want to train puppies when I retire. That's one thing that I feel comfortable that I can do. Okay, so, hey, Cujo. Sit, Cujo. Oh, good puppy, good puppy. Here's your treat. I'll come to your house. I'll do it for $15 an hour. You don't have to go pay someone $400 to do seven classes. I'll come to your house. I have an idea of what part-time work would look like for me. Do you, are you with me? Now, I don't know. It's pretty mighty expensive, in my opinion, retirement. So I told you, Doris emailed me and she said, I got a million dollars and I'm only getting $10,000 a year in income. What's wrong with it? And I'm like, well, you're being too conservative. But she's also like 72 years old. So at some point in time, she's lived past her life expectancy. And she should probably just say, screw it. I'm going to spend that money. But what if she lives to 90? And then like, oh, screw it. I'm going to spend that money is suddenly too aggressive. But $10,000 on a million is too conservative. And then you also have issues of, you know, uh, do you want to leave it for your kids and such like that. So you need a million dollars because at a million dollars on a 4% withdrawal rate, you need to amass and you get 7% returns in the market, 8% returns in the market. You can pull down that 4% on a million, live off 40000 plus a little Social Security. I know you can live on that. But I don't know about it in 10, 20, 30 years because things are getting expensive, right? More expensive called inflation. So inflation's the boogeyman. Inflation's the Freddy Krueger. Inflation's the Jason Voorhees. Inflation is the enemy. Inflation is the devil. Inflation is Saddam Hussein. It's, it's bad. It's bad, 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 bad. So a 4% withdrawal rate, a million dollars, you kind of get it. But you may need more than 40000 because of inflation. To accumulate a million dollars, you have to save $10,119 every year for 40 years when you're 20 years old. $10,000 sounds like a lot of money to a 20-year-old. It doesn't sound like that much to me now that I'm over 40. So that's pretty good. $10,000 a year. So you divide that by 12 and you go $1,000 a month, $250 roughly a week. So less than $1,000 a month. It's probably about 800 
So let's go to $200 a week that you need to save. Can you do it to become a millionaire in your 20s? You don't want to mess this up because you can't afford to fail. That's the lesson that I'm pitching right here, right now. Retirement is hugely expensive. It's, it's an unavoidable goal. It's going to happen to all of us. Death and taxes, but also retirement. Maybe not. Like I said, you could maybe you could become a dog trainer. I'm going to change my name to some like Castro Von Castro, the greatest dog trainer of ever. So that I, I, I could already start marketing, you know? Caesar. Caesar. Sit, Caesar. So it's a grim proposition of not being able to pay your bills in retirement, of saying, okay, trailer park's going to be okay. The distance between what you wanted in retirement versus what you get is whether you decide to save and not mess it up in your 20s and 30s. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. That's robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Money, investing, and more. Um, one of the things I, I really want you to focus on is getting to retirement with enough money. <clears throat> I know that sounds ridiculous, but most people are setting themselves up to fail and not necessarily to win um, in retirement. Stock options. If you have stock options, you should contact a financial planner, potentially um, sit down and get to know them. Have them run some plans for you. There's no shame in interviewing two or three financial planners. I work with an accountant. I work with a financial planner. I work with an estate planning attorney. I work with a mortgage lender. Many of these things I know I could do partially on my own, but not as well as I should be able to. I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, I have experts work with me. Should you? Or is that something you don't really want to do? And I get it. I get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Talk about money. We can talk about investing. Uh, you name it. I'll talk about it with you. So one of the... People that I like a lot, obviously, is Warren Buffett, just because he says a lot of smart things. And if you want a list of Warren Buffett quotes that I like, I think it's nice. I don't have it framed on my desk, but I tend to trip over it more often than not. And I think that can help you. Keep in mind, right now, if your current age is 51, your life expectancy is probably 82. If you're currently 55, your life expectancy is 82. If you're 60, your life expectancy is 83. So if you're 70 right now, your life expectancy is 86. Now, sadly, if you're 80, your life expectancy is 89. So you can start seeing that you do run out of out of uh, runway. Cash distributions from your portfolio, it's going to be a big, important thing in your retirement years. I'm still under 60, and I'm still accumulating wealth. 
I'm still expecting my investments to grow over time, even though I'm prepared for two to three negative years. Like many investors, you may have unrealistic expectations if you don't plan for those two to three years. A common but incorrect assumption is that equities historically delivered roughly 10%, that they'll be able to count on that in the future. If they return 10% and you're taking out 10%, you're going to run out of money. If you miscalculate withdrawals during market downturns, you can substantially decrease the probability of, of you know, um, your, your principal being problematic. Since 1925, inflation's averaged about 3%, the stock market about 10%. So some people say take 4% out in distributions, count on that 3% deterioration in inflation, and you should be okay. I, I think that's insane. I think people should look at themselves uniquely. Maintaining purchasing power, you know, over 30 years. And let's say you retire at 60 and live to 90. Let's say 20 years. Something that would cost you $50,000 will now cost you $89,000. So let's say your rent's $50,000 a year in retirement. You can count it going up to almost $90,000, almost doubling in those 20 years. So that's why you have to have more money saved than you expect. You don't want to deplete assets too fast. Um, but you do want to start having targets in your head. And if you haven't gone to ssa.gov, do. See what, it's, it, see what you're projected to get in retirement, and then you can start thinking, what do you need on top of it? And factor in inflation. That's an important one. Be very, very, very careful of the trade-offs that you make. If you don't work with a financial planner, you probably might get into a mess. A stickier mess than what the financial planner would have got you into. Now, I don't recommend brokers. I don't recommend Confisher. I don't recommend a lot of people. I recommend fiduciaries who, who get to know you and, and don't have a machine approach to all people are the same. And again, you're going to live a little bit longer than you thought. So I throw that out there for you. And then your survivor might live a couple more years past you. Hopefully. Get some good more years without you and some love with the family. I don't know if that's important to you. So you want some check boxes in your life, you know? You have that ability to meet the people that you work with. You want to be uh, proactive in your relationship. So uh, I would be very, very cautious working with anyone in the industry in large part because you can't afford mistakes and you can't afford to be taken advantage of. There's one guy who does a show on sports radio. He spends a lot of money, a lot of money. And he's got an Irish name. And, uh, I just be very cautious because knowing what he sells as far as product, I'd, I'd rather jump off a 10 story building. Like I'm, I don't want anything to do with that. And I'm sorry for saying that because someone probably knows someone who's jumped off a building before and that's not cool. But what I'm trying to say is it's bad product. So Warren Buffett once said, and this is part of my 25 quotes that are on my desk. He said, it's far better to buy a wonderful company at a fair price than a fair company at a wonderful price. I, I agree. Buy great companies. Another thing that he said is, price is what you pay, value is what you get. It drives me insane when loved ones go out and buy plastic toys or, or plastic garbage or one-use plastic bottles, especially the smaller ones. 
It's not a lot of value in it. And if you can't catch your own fruit, don't go to the grocery store. Um, someone's sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. That's another Warren Buffett phrase. And you got to plant your retirement tree, right? I know I'm talking about saving the planet. More trees has to be a good thing. Although there's a problem of our planet hurling towards the sun. Um, and aliens one day visiting us and not caring about trees. In fact, liking to eat trees. So someone's sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Think about that. It takes some work. It takes some effort. It takes distant runner's mentality. It's not a get-rich-quick kind of world. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I think it's pretty easy, all things to consider to create wealth. I signed up for an app recently, Acorns, and I put up, I'm going to write some notes about it on Facebook. I'll sign up for some other apps down the road like Stash and Robinhood and, and tell you my personal opinion. Acorns lets you round up your credit card purchases or your debit card purchases or your automatic payments, and you invest what that is. So if you're you go to you know Best Buy and you spend fourteen twenty five on a cord, it'll round it up to fifteen dollars and it invest seventy five cents for you. Sweet. Creating wealth isn't that difficult. Now that's not going to create a lot of wealth. But it's kind of like a dumb Disney film, right? Put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking on your way. I hate musicals. If there's something that's going to make me snap, it's going to be musicals. And I'll probably, like, go on my rampage singing Midnight. I'm not going to take this anymore. So there's all sorts of ways to create wealth. I just gave you a real cheap and easy one called Acorns, and you set it up with your bank account. If you have an online uh, password or something, you can do it that way. I'm good with that. I kind of like getting intimate with my apps on occasion. Although I'll be honest with you, I think Apple's barking up the right tree with their Apple TV Plus service where they're going to try to get all your Hulus and your Comcast Xfinity apps and your Netflix apps and your CBS apps all working together so that you don't have to open up five different apps to watch five different shows. Nice work. Cute. So let's talk about wealth accumulation. Let's talk about wealth management. One of the areas is retirement is management and I think one of the biggest things that I have sometimes is regret. I once wrote a story about these runners that, you know, they had to do a distance run and it was, it was fantastical. And it was all about, you know, uh, fighting for democracy and things like that. And uh, every thousand years we'd run races and, you know, the agents of hell would show up and they would only win the race if you ever looked over your shoulder to see who's catching up to you. So as long as you paced yourself, you were fine. But as soon as you looked over your shoulder, you were in trouble. I, I, I think when you start looking over your shoulder, you start having regrets and you start like n- negative things to ha- come to your head. Have you saved enough money? Savers are grappling with high student debt levels, high housing costs, sluggish w- wage growth. A lot of people don't have access to retirement vehicles through their jobs. 
Only about 54 million Americans put money into a 401k plan. That's not enough. 150 million people are employed and only 54 million people out of 150 million are, are socking away for their future. That's terrible. It's terrible. Um, one of the biggest regrets people have is that they wish they would have saved more. Wow. Whoa. Another regret people have, about 80% of people who do have savings regret that they don't have enough to meet their future financial needs. A lot of people fear running out of money altogether. So these are retirement killers. These are things that will stop you from becoming retirement successful. These are things that will make you retirement poor. Number one on the list is having low financial literacy. For better or for worse, you got to listen to a show like this and get yourself caught up on occasion. There's a little continuing education feel for it, like I talked today about influencers and how they're super important to the business models of companies like YouTube and Facebook. We don't need Mr. T to come out and say, I'm Mr. T, and I have Mr. T cereal. We need Kylie Jenner to say, I had throwback cereal today. I had some Mr. T cereal. And everyone will go like, oh, let's go get Mr. T cereal. That's right. So we don't, need, we don't need the celebrity endorsement. We need the influencer. Lori Lachlan's daughter, she's dumber than a bag of rocks. And she kind of talks like this. And I got this new lip gloss at Fashion Week in New York. It's called Glossier. Right? Good. So you got to educate yourself on occasion on what's working out there in business and what's not. 20 years ago, I just thought it was baby boomers retiring and, and heading towards uh, Viagra. I just thought, you know, it was all going to be baby boomers and Winnebago investments and, and Viagra miracle drugs. Another reason people have regret is being struck by poor health that stops you from working. Oh, I want to take care of my health and not smoke the pack a day, and I know that I was going to have emphysema and not be able to walk. I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. So increase your financial literacy and try to stay healthy. Exercise. Another big issue that hurts people financially, getting laid off and being unemployed. You have to have that emergency fund for that, but even more important, you got to get back to work. It's not a vacation. A lot of people don't see that they're going to earn less than they think they will in their lifetime. I throw this out there because it's fun. If you make $100,000 a year, that's a million dollars in 10 years. Now you go do your math. So a million dollars in 10 years tells me you have the potential to make $4 million. How much of it do you save? Can you live off that? Getting divorced financially ruins people. Earning less than expected, like I said, being laid off. Getting poor health and not being able to work and get that paycheck. Divorces are expensive. And I'll tell you what, you once loved that person. Do everything you can not to get a lawyer. Go through arbitration. It's cheaper. And you'll both come out hopefully happier in six months than you are today. Bad investments, lending money to friends, lending, investing in companies that you have no business investing in. Neighbors come over and say, I'm working on a great new Google replacement. It's called Schmoogle. Don't do it. 
Medical bills. Ooh. Those things don't go away. Those collectors are nasty. These are things that financially ruin you. Overestimating Social Security. Well, I don't need to work. Social Security's going to take care of me. I put in millions of dollars. You didn't put in millions. You put in 7.5% probably of your salary. Don't you wish that they would have invested that instead of spend it? They being Congress. Big regret people have is, is not making long-term plans. Overestimating Social Security. Getting hit with major medical bills. Getting divorced. Earning less than expected. Being laid off. Poor health. Not making long-term plans. How about the biggest one? The biggest regret that I have is procrastinating. When I was in the womb, I wish I would have signed up for a 401k, an IRA, a Roth IRA. I wish I would have done some marketing. World's greatest businessman coming. I wish I would have done some networking, but I procrastinated. Both sexes say they wish they'd spent less money on vacations. Men say they wish they spent less on cars. Women say they wish they spent less on on clothes. Do you see the financial regrets that we have on a day-by-day basis? Now, pick yourselves up and go do something great. I feel like Suze Orman all of a sudden, giving you just crap advice on top of depressing you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm in awe of. I, if I had that voice, I, I'd probably be homeless because I wouldn't know what to do with it. I, I wouldn't know what to do with that kind of skill. I can help tell you where I make mistakes. I've made a mistake in my 20s not living within my means, um, spending too much, trying to buy happiness with friends kind of thing. I can tell you mistakes that I made, like not setting proper goals. And like at one point in time, when I was 18 years old, I, basically at 20, 21, 22, I saw my dad work till the day he died. So my dad died pretty early in my life, all things considered. Um, and I was like, I don't want to do that. But my goal was to have a million dollars by the time I was 35, so I wouldn't have to work till the day I die. That was my goal. I thought if I had a million dollars, me and a, probably a woman named Becky, I don't know, me and a woman named Becky would sell oranges on the beach, maybe in LA, maybe in Hawaii, maybe in Tahiti. I don't know. That was going to be my retirement plan, a million dollars and the ability to sell oranges. And you're saying, that's not exactly a goal, Rob. That sounds like you were high. <laughs> Maybe. Poppy needs that sticky icky for his glaucoma. Yeah. Uh, the mistakes I've made, not updating paperwork, not reading paperwork, not asking questions on paperwork, um, letting things like uh, fall out of cycle. At one point in time, when I was 18, I decided I'm going to save $166 a month each month for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years until I had my million dollars. And it was automatically coming on my bank account. And then for some reason, I forgot to uh, maybe re-enroll or something like that. So it stopped happening. And I was like, ooh, lost a couple years of maxing out my savings. Because in the end, I, I spent the money, right? $166 a month will like burn a hole in a, 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 a 20-year-old's pocket. I have a binder. It's embarrassing. With all my paperwork, you can have a fireproof safe if you want to. But it has all my accounts, and if I die, you know, uh, my significant other knows where to go to say, okay, let's see if you had insurance. If I get disabled, if I've had a stroke, I can't talk, my significant other knows where to go, who to file a claim with with disability insurance. Um, Having that kind of system is so, so helpful. Uh, 
I don't like messy rooms. I don't like a messy house. I don't like a messy kitchen. I'm okay with a messy toilet. I'm okay. I like toilets that look like... Okay, here's my greatest toilet story. I land in Germany. And I get on a train. And the train stops you know, a couple stations later. And I'm like, oh, good God. Something I ate went straight through me, right? So I go into the bathroom. And there's a hole in the ground. And there's a rope above it. I'm like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out the, the math of it. You basically grab the rope, pull down your pants, and hang your butt over a big hole and poop into it. I'm never going back to Germany ever again. Ow. That's it. One and done. One and done. I'm out. Wiedersehen. Um, I know you're saying that 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 story could have been better. <laughs> I think it could have also. Um, so in politically correct world, incorrect world, or correct world, um, there's a a series of of children's books, and one of them is called um, "The Really Ugly Duckling" and other fairly stupid tales. Um, awesome book where the gingerbread man he does get eaten, he doesn't get away. He gets eaten. And there's a, there's one where uh, the ugly duck grows up to be a really ugly duck. And that's typically how it goes in the world, and the same in investing. But we live in a world of fairy tales where we're like, well, I'm going to see if this $6 stock will become $45. It doesn't happen usually in a lifetime. But because you've seen it so many times happen, you're like, this is going to be the one. So ugly duckling investments typically grow up to be even uglier investments. It's a good investment lesson. Fairy tales aren't real. Someday soon my prince will come. He's not coming. He's not coming. He's on Tinder. So I could have gone with a a different, more dark app site that I could have gone into, but I'm not going to. Okay. um, Market timing is a scam. I'm not allowed to use the word scam. So in my head, market timing is a scam. So I have to filter it and say, I've never met a market timer worth a million dollars. Show me the one person who can double your money every three months. There's there's commercials that claim this. Double your money every two to four months. Promises starting with only a $99 class and $400 newsletter and web service that you log into our computers and use the workshop for $4,000. You'll hear the claim. You'll never actually perform it because they wouldn't take your money. If you doubled your money every four months... $10,000 $10,000 would be $5.3 trillion in 10 years. I want some of that. Don't we all? It's like the lottery when it hits $250 million. I'm interested. Anything under $250 million is not worth my time. We're a nation of, of suckers. I once wrote, and see, I can't even do this anymore. I once wrote Mary Meeker is a whore. It was a chapter in my book. And the editors, I had to change it to Mary Meeker is like a whore because I couldn't prove that she's a whore. I said, Susie Orman's the devil. And they're like, no, no, no. You got to say she's like the devil. So you're allowed like, that's how attorneys work. Beautiful, right? And Mary Meeker was a tech analyst. And, um, and the reason I used that term was that it was kind of a paid love. She was paid by her employer to go on TV and promote stocks. She wasn't paid to work with you. So you have to be very, very careful who you get advice from and who you, who you adore and who you don't, who your Buddha is on the mountain and who they aren't. So, um, Susie Orman is like the devil for the record. I think she has horns and a tail. I once met her at the TV station in the lobby. Awkward! I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.